For almost a decade, on my TV show Interview with Ed, I've been interviewing extra-dimensional beings and consciousnesses from a number of different realms. Many of my questions have been answered, but with every answer comes more questions. Join me on my ongoing quest to find out who are we, why are we here, and where are we going? All right. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at in the world today. Uh, it is another beautiful Sunday, at least where I'm at. And uh, I think, uh, Roxy, you said it was it was uh, pretty warm where you're at, too, in San Antonio. Sunny, sunny and clear. Sunny and clear. So uh, it's it's been it's been a minute. It's been uh, several minutes uh, since we did our interview back in 2016, I believe it was. I think so. Um, I think so. Um, and uh, the show hadn't been picked up by Gaia yet. Uh, I was still kind of fumbling a little bit with my format and trying to figure things out. Uh, we had talked prior to that. I think it, a year or so took us to kind of figure out the timing of um, how to get together. And I and I got invited and my trip paid for at least to Austin, Austin for this yeah. uh, energy conference. And yeah. then I... Um, uh got a rent a car and drove down to san antonio and then we we did our thing and um and the rest is history so now um fantastic interview with ed on gaia uh season one and uh and your work has continued over the years and that's what i kind of want to get in today and play kind of play catch up what what's been happening since 2016 that's been quite quite uh quite a while yeah well the the idea about uh, my journey has changed the, the human has ideas i had ideas about what ascension is at the point of that self so this self sits over here in 2013 when i wake up and i meet you in 2016 and as between the two selves between 2013 and 2016 there's a multiple of selves that you go through uh, mm -hmm. identities, belief systems, things you shed and things you realize about reality. And if you have enough humility, you can surrender to those ideas and transcend those beliefs and allow a new self to birth. So as you are creating yourself in persona and dismantling the personality, uh, the, you know, the one that was built on time and covets and beliefs over human ideas, since then, with me and you, it's been it's been a journey of absolute spectacular unknown realities discovers the possibilities of how to relate to reality. I'm not a big fan of creating reality as a as an intention or purpose. That's a that's a beautiful idea, but I don't uh, I don't look at that. Um, I want to understand this self. And I want to enlighten this kingdom, this I am. So as the reality is attracted to me, I started to see that my adventure in channeling is going to change. You become a better channeler. You become realized more. You abilities like anything else. And anyone is familiar with a skill set at level A. And if they pursue that, they attract the, the means and the intelligence to become better. Craftsmen, businessmen, anything. We're all creators of our focus, right? So the skill set on the channeling came I started the slide classes. I did the master classes, the, the in the Wednesday night Zoom classes, and just explored and went through these different ideas. And it's led me to a place to where you, you get to this isness to where there's no purpose in your life anymore. 
Ruben. I don't have a reason to live, which is just fantastic. I'm totally unreasonable because I'm existing. Yeah, and, interesting, and I unreasonable. Have, I like yeah, that. I'm unreasonable. I don't do anything for a reason. I do everything because I can't help but to do it. Mm. You get to this point to where, holy crap, I can do anything I want. But what I want to do isn't, isn't guided by the idea of, of lack. It's not guided by the idea of, of my emptiness needing to be fulfilled through a, an emotional identity, an outcome, an achievement, which is not wrong. That's a, that's a reality. There's no wrong realities. There are only true realities. You, you pick your truth. So the, the, the internal self is saying, allow things to be attracted and explore the unknown that's available in the now and learn your relationships instead of defining them with the idea of your memory and your appetite of becoming something when you already are all that is. And I was like, oh, okay, let's try that. Yeah. So that's what my idea was, you know? And it sounds like being that, really in the moment. Oh my gosh, yeah. holy crap. It'll scare the crap out of you on how much when you're in the moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally don't have those safety <clears throat> insecurities in my thing. And that scared the crap out of me. I don't wow. have the, the normal things that keep you safe and secure in time. Mm. Because I really looked at the now. And the now, my entire life, spookiest thing I realized, everything's been fine. It's only the chaos that exists in time. Right. And that was a relative reality to living, not only theorize, because theorize is fun. Yay, we can theorize about something, but I want to talk about experiential. Taking the chance on not to react to the idea of what's not happening now and allowing yourself to see the magnificence of attraction that takes the idea of what you are deeming as a serious situation that needed to be solved needs no such, no such tending. And all of a sudden, the, the solution in that matter, which is viewed by the human, but the manifested reality is, is there. And it's, and it's simple and it's perfect and it's slipstream. So enough time things, enough chances, taking a chance on myself to be an effortless God. I remember Osiphius channeled that in like 2014. Being an effortless God, I chose to do that, to find out if it really works. And it does. And then you open up new parts of yourself. This is the kingdom of I am. I am is all that is. Mm -hmm. Each one of you are all of creation, access to all of creation, but not in the idea of what this is going to make better or worse. That's a polarized world. Mm -hmm. The mind is the bringer of pleasure and pain, and it's a relationship of polarization. The separated fractal, the intelligence of you is creativity, is access, is, is evolution, is maturing. And so I, you started using those ideas to see how I can conduct my affairs on a day-to-day -day basis to where my behavioral is a relationship, the action of my behavior is a relationship of, of truth, not with surrounded by reasons of human polarity and, and got better at that skill set. And one of those, as you say, was learning to live in the now. I mean, right. it's right now. There's nothing happening right now. Everyone look around your house. Everything else you think you know that's not in your present lives in your memory. Right. Paris, France, Japan, Germany, moms, dads, kids, friends, acquaintances, they're all up here. That's where they're existing in your now. Doesn't mean they're not there. Of course they're there. 
but they're not in your now. So you focus on that world and that world with the energy of this worthiness, this I am, this I matter. I was chosen to exist, therefore I am blessed. This self is worth it, so that self gets to do something. What does it get to do? It gets to choose its truth to know itself. And golly, you know, I, I chose a lot of truths, Ruben, that kicked my ass. <laughs> that I was like, man, I'm really, I'm really not this person. You know, that was that was one of the biggest revelations that I found. Sophia <clears throat> had said, and Sylvester both of them said, said this. It says, it says Roxanne. If you become something, then you know it. And when you know it, you'll never do it again because you know it. So I became my noticed idea. So I had a real big problem with, with people uh, that didn't like me, um, that people f- that failed me in my mind, of course, and I interpret the reality. Those are unconditional gods. That's my mojo. That's my <clears throat> shit. So I was born separated, so I coveted belief systems. And I looked and admired other families and looked at my family and my family wasn't treating me as I was supposed to. My brother was kingship power hour and I was not. And so I was <clears throat> mad at them for not treating me the same way and not giving me the opportunity to explore myself. So I tried to match them, right. match my brothers, match their truth. And it was a miserable time because I'm not being me. I'm right. being the image of me. So I found those covets inside of me, my anger, my hope, my needs, my wants, my desires. The thing that says, hey, Roxy, you're not good enough the way you are, and it's their fault. So you need to go get angry at them, or they're betrayed you, or they, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm full of shit. That's me. Right here. This kingdom is a relationship to reality. This is the experience. This is the interpreter. So I was like, okay, I'm angry. So sly. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, okay, so let me ask you a question. So when you're saying become your anger, you mean become it. And he goes, absolutely, 100%. And let it out. Those people that are sounding boards, they're going to interpret you whatever they do. Just because you're angry doesn't mean you're wrong. Mm -hmm. That means you're enacting a truth of the possibility of creation and how they interpret you. Well, that's up to them, Roxanne. You can't keep changing you to fit the mirror, or then you're just going to be... Ah, miserable. <laughs> angry and, like, and miserable. Yeah. <laughs> angry. And now let's have a bedmate miserable. Hello, misery. Hello, right. Anger. How are you? Very good. Right, 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 right. So we're all playing together. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so as what I noticed is when I became my anger, became my frustration, became that truth and let it out in the full bore, absolutely no baffles, nothing else except I am being that. Well, then it changed. And what changed was the value of it the value of this remember all of you everyone in the room remember when you were think back 10 years there was a habit that you did i have to do this every day this is who i am even 20 years when you were a kid and all of a sudden you look back at that self from this now and you're like i don't know what i was thinking at the time (laughs) sure lots of that was a that was a value that was a self right that was a self that was i am that was an expression to know and you forged that into your isness and you evolved you matured into the next I am, the next self, the next me. And then I understood is when I went through my anger and went through my frustration and my anxiety, oh God, the anxiety, oh God. Remember the first day, 2010, walking out of the house as a a woman for the first time, never looked back. 
anxiety, stop. <laughs> but he did it and I'll live mm. my anxiety. And then I've got less and less and less and less to where anxiety is not even within my reality. I have a relationship with anxiety through experience of myself and I access that through my memory. So that's how I can relate to anxiety, but I don't choose it and it doesn't react to me because I don't have it as a truth anymore. So that's what I discovered in that when I became myself, I started to know these identities I created as the separated experience. Mm -hmm. I'm a God. Oh, here, hello, um, hello, I'm God guy. Good, good, good. Now I'm a fractal. I put on these fractal eyes, I put on these beliefs, <coughs> and now I'm a fractal. So then I experienced the truth through that. I experienced the interpretation through that. And then when I started to know that, I started to peel away the layers and my persona birthed through. It's like Seth. Remember your Seth. You walk away from yourself, turn around, and when you wake up and you walk back and realize you never left. Mm. You're always here. The I am is never not here. Right. We just don't have access to it because we're born in complete separation for the absolute beauty of the experience of separation in and of itself. A master class of all classes. Mm. Hello. Sorry mm. about that. So, um, because you, you, I mean, a lot of those you were you were bringing through back in 2016. You were you were finding those truths. Um, is it just now that you've been more embodying those truths? Yes, it take, it took me yeah. a long time. Right. You know, the the COVID. You know, the the, the period of COVID was phenomenal for me. I shut mm -hmm. down, stayed inside. You know, mm -hmm. and well, I've I've done this. You know, worked uh, out of my house since 2013. Yeah. So so it was just a perfect idea. You know, I was good on Zoom and. People were just waking up to Zoom, so all yeah. that stuff increased, but it gave me a period of time of non-access to the outside, which gave me the ability to focus more on me, mm -hmm. right? To focus more on my internal enlightenment, to enlighten my kingdom with my own light and say, this doesn't belong here. Let me clean this up and let me clean this up and start taking care and tending to my own world, my perception, my tiny little bubble of business that creates all and all is created through me, that kind of idea, right? So when, when I started to realize the transcendence of the identity through the experience allowed you the choice to not choose it anymore. Sure. But I went through 10, 15 reactionary selves. I don't know how long it took me to get through my anger. And oh my God, the relationship I had with money, stop. It was horrible because my mom was... Greek. She was born in 1939. Her father was killed during the, the during World War II when they mm. the Germans invaded. She was dirt poor. So her whole life was everything was poor. Everything was bad. That became my covet. That's all I coveted. Money mm. is bad. Money is this. Money is that. Blah blah blah. So as soon as I got money, I got rid of it because it was bad. Mm. And those were reactionary behavioral selves yeah. that I had no clue about. <clears throat> Zero. None. Until I woke up and I start looking at me, being brutally honest, like, wow, man, this is me. I'm trying, I wanted to assign it to them, but that is a reflection of me, not in the way of causality, not in the way of polarity, in a way of, hey, Roxy, do you have enough courage to see that you? And that's how you're interpreting that reality? I was like, yeah, I can see that. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, but I have to go ahead because I'm here to mature. I'm here to evolve one singularity. 
And through that enlightenment allows other peoples to find their own singularity, their own light, right. their own worth. And we just keep enlightening ourselves, which enlightens the collective of humanity. And of course, the species is going to do its enlightening thing. And we're going to move on to the next density. Booyah us. Well, that was, we're here, you know, that, that was one thing I, I really <laughs> took away from our first interview that I constantly use in other places as examples is <clears throat> imagine a world of you know eight billion people i think this i don't i'm paraphrasing yeah. here yeah, um, yeah eight billion that that are um uh enlightened in the sense you know we're using this word enlightened uh i want to use it loosely here yeah, but yeah 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 use it it's, it's applicable sure. yeah where people have that realization that the self-reflection uh following their joy of doing what they love and um and you gave some really awesome examples or i think sly gave some really examples yeah on the slide examples yeah. of of um uh you know how everybody can function and, and work together uh and following their joy and just uh, and, and money sort of leaves the the equation yes. um and uh just i just you know that's been my motivation for i use that example I, uh, a lot because that I am, I'm always imagining that I'm always imagining, wow, you know, if we lived in this world where people just truly follow the passion, did what they loved, you know, and, and just everything would be filled in. Everything would fit. Just so everything perfectly. would fit because yeah. we're a collective, we're a collective, anything. We don't have any opposition to ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, the separated idea we are opposing ourselves. We're birthed outside of ourselves. So we're in opposition with ourselves. You know, and we see that as different. For the first time, we see a creator as not us, because we're yeah. not us. You know, the singularity is outside of itself. So we objectify things and we look at the opposition between them. We are comparative and we're measuring against each other. And we're uh, this or that and this and that and not this and should be that. But that's the joy of the, of the experience. Yeah. We can't get it anywhere else. We can't get polarity if you don't set up a system of polarity. And that's what this does by the, the total separation. You know, and that's that's my take on it, of course. Sure. And, another, and another thing I learned is, and this, this took a while, Ruben. This took a while for me. It takes a lot of humility. You know, you're born a, a human. You're a dynamic God creating an identity. That's a dynamic power of God. So each and every one of you are so valid in what you are in the now. It's called a God, a creator, right? It's that valid. And to deconstruct that idea, you really, really got to realize that that self, that creator is as valid as any other creator. And mm -hmm. then you got to deplete and deplete and deplete and deplete each one of those selves to realize it's going to take a long time through your onion layers of self that, that, that this self that you've created is as valid as everyone else's. And it's also changeable as everyone else's. So I had to look in the mirror and say, Roxanne, and I was like, hey, yeah, how you doing? And she's, she goes, good. So she goes, uh, what are you representing? What are you representing to the world? What are you representing to the collective? What is your value? I, and, 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 and I was insightful enough to not represent polarity. Okay, because polarity is unconditional. It's only the conditions of the one looking at it is becomes a subjective point of view of polarized or of conditioned. 
However, in the internal, I know I'm not acting on my joy. If I'm trying to be a good person, that my vibrational mask I'm putting on myself, my vibrational mm -hmm. bodysuit of putting out is good, then that means I'm enacting and vibrating in frequency of polarity because goodness has mm -hmm. the bad. So I don't use polarity. Mm -hmm. I use my truth. How right. others view it is up to them. If they see me as conditioned or polarity, you know, there it is. It's like the transgender world. I'm not a big fan of the transgender world because they're making themselves stand apart. Go and go on right. with your bad self. Right, right. And, and some of the actions that they do are polarized mm -hmm. in the idea of the opposition. And that's the way humans wake up. We did it with when uh, everyone started, uh, homosexuality became okay, and we changed right. the laws, and transgender is okay, and we're changing the laws, and now abortion, and we're changing and fighting, and we're figuring it out. But that's the collective. Yeah. I'm not going to represent the right and wrong, the good and bad, because we've already, we're already good at that. Yeah. We're not good at What I'm not good at is representing the authentic. The, the woman in C before me that is a woman and a man at the same time, but I'm not going to sit here and define myself and say, you need to call me this. How arrogant is that of me? I, I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of the questions I was going to ask because I have yeah. several friends in, in, in the community that are um, some that are sort of taking the bait, so to say, I would say of, of, of going into that, uh, the extremisms, but several mm -hmm. who, who are like, yeah, this is something's very off here. Uh, but and, and it feels, uh, almost maybe there's not the right word, but hijacked or, or, or there's, there's special groups that are taking the, the, uh, the community because, it, it has been pushed down so much like a, like a beach ball underwater yeah. and, and the voices haven't been there. And now that everybody's given a voice, but now it's being like, it feels like it's being taken somewhere different. That's not true, right. true to the, to the energy or just distorted maybe. So do and, you, and, you see it that I, way too? Yeah. It gets a little <laughs> out of, it gets a little that way, but that's yeah. humans working it out. Yeah. Yeah. What I do is be the lighthouse. Stand on the shore and offer the light. The ones out in the rough sea, I can shepherd them in with my light. But mm -hmm. it's not to become a follower. Oh, God, no. And it's not to make them into a leader. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. It gives them their own light. Yeah. I represent the authentic truth of me. How mm -hmm. that is interpreted, it's like Betty White said, it's none of my damn business how other people are. Mind your own business, you know, that kind of thing. And I started really taking that to heart. So the last few years uh, have been that internal work. You know, I did my Wednesday night classes where in the, in the master classes is, you know, I just did, did these free classes. Come on in, everyone sit down. And we have 40 to 50 people every Wednesday. And I just channeled a whole bunch of different entities, uh, different things, time, species, all these fantastic ideas, just giving the idea. That was my truth. It's just here, here's some information, do mm. what you will with it. Yeah, but yeah. in that I was challenged 
because I'm putting out this information that I don't understand. Some of it, is it right? Is it accurate? Which brought up to me my frequency of my truth, my I am, and then my fractal banging against me. So I spotted my own resistance through my actions to say, wow, look, I got another part of my house to clean, don't I? Um, got to look at that belief system yeah. and understand. <clears throat> so my actions always offer my own idea. If it's a resistance against another, it could be, that's not my preference. It was like, wow, there being this idea, that's not my truth. I have no issues shifting my focus. But if I'm reacting to them and then I'm starting to put them as an object of, of, of definement and I'm looking for my polarity to fix it, then I know I got some work to do because that's my truth. And I'm separated or resisting against the frequency of the unconditional, which exposes my conditioning. Mm -hmm. So that's been my work. That, that's your master class. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for yourself. Uh, so, yeah. what? Speaking of, of channelings and entities, uh, who's been coming through of late? Are we, are you? Is Osiphius still the the main yeah, head honcho? Osiphius, Sly. I had I had a couple of different. Uh, there was Smiley Pig, Scream, uh, Esmeralda, Scream. Uh, <laughs> Scream. That's a name. Yeah. Yes, he, well. he was he was more of an emotional part of me. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, there was Professor Eckelstein. Um, is just this guy. Is, is Buford still coming through? Oh yeah, yeah. Buford comes through every now and again. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. It just depends on it. Just depends on if I'm. You know, I I don't do a whole lot of sessions uh, anymore. I did the ego classes for a while to get people to see their their structures to get them right. to identify with. My daughter's on drugs and I need to save her. Your daughter's a God. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. And now let's look at those emotions to that statement that you just reacted. Let's look at your belief system about your daughter, which if it was another, if it was uh, Tom and Mary's daughter and you never met her, you wouldn't give two shits about her. But since your coveting idea of a motherhood has attached that as a dependency, now you can look at your belief system. It doesn't mean you throw away your daughter, but it doesn't right. mean you try to fix her because then you're putting out the vibration of that's a victim and you're higher and she's lower and you're just maintaining. So I was like, don't put the friction of that. Allow her to be her own journey. Give her yeah. the support, but don't let her take advantage of you. And you sure so don't dumb her down for choosing the idea of becoming a drug addict. Because a drug addict is no different than a priest. No different than a truck driver. Except what you put it right here. You, which is your experience, your I am, your journey as a separated. It's not a standard. It'll never be a standard. For God's sakes, can you imagine if we had standards, how much we would have already collapsed? We couldn't go beyond the standard of a truth. Well, that's that's what we're seeing happen in society right now. There's all these standards being projected yeah. and created. They're all like, and it's collapsing. Like, let's make it. Let's make it. Come yeah. on. We have to we have exactly. to control it all. No, you don't. No, you didn't. It's fine. Uh, I, I you know, I I I welcome the collapse in a sense, you know, as as we what we typically know as a collapse because um or the the, the chaos because uh out of the chaos we get to sure um find our find out we get that, to we get to see we, what we're not yeah <laughs> and, and we get to stop trying to make these standards because this you know that's that's why what ultimately leads to chaos is creating these standards i guess you know systems yes. and things are nice but you know, it's, it's like, like a pair of shoes. We're only going to wear that 
shoes for a certain amount of time and you're going to, and when winter comes, you're going to get your winter shoes out. And when summer comes, you get, you know, you get the summer shoes out um, or you go buy a new pair of shoes, but we get so attached to these systems, you know, especially right right now are, what do they provide? Economic. Yeah. They provide safety. They provide service. They buy, provide routine. The chaos is the unknown self truly trying to, uh, you know, the, the, the fractal taking this unknown emptiness and fill it with something of constant. Mm-hmm. You know, look at look at the routines of ourselves. Look at we habit ourselves to maintain that identity because it doesn't give us the emptiness. And the emptiness is I am not. We're birthed in that idea of emptiness, so we covet mom, covet dad, covet the the, the religions, the culture, and it says, "Oh, I'm white, and they're black, and um, I'm a Republican, and they're Democrat, and 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 they're this, and they eat meat, and they so I gotta I gotta save my system, and I gotta covet this in the place, and if that gets challenged, I gotta put this, and then we're we're busy maintaining a reality of pain, <laughs> a reality so, of pain, so, yep." So, so we let go and start to see that I am is enough. And, and, and each one of these people, even if it's through theory, you started through theory, are gods and creators and allowable and intolerable. And start to look at your own and dismantle the relationship of the conditions you built around you and see that all of creation is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. And, and, and the collective, we have done a great job we're going to awaken a species we all, all the masters every single human that chose to come in here and be scared shitless on arrival not knowing squishing themselves down into this little tiny bubble of compact fear of absolute no certainty of business our masters to come down here and take a species and evolve it with anything except their internal love representation and then one lights up and another lights up and another lights up and the species moves. We, we start getting better at ourselves and we still have the chaos, but we're in the middle of a chaos because that's where we've chosen to be. The great awakening, the divergence of the two earths, the 3D earth, 4D earth, whatever you want to call it. We are doing it. Yep. Give yourself some kudos. I'm a badass and get to work yes get to work on that kingdom you know <laughs> awesome awesome <clears throat> well I'm, let's uh let's see if anybody in the audience has uh some questions and um i know i have some but let's let's see what they if anybody wants to raise their hand um first and then i will get into my questions um all right anyone anyone all right, well, Just do, since, do the Bueller I, thing. Yes, is it Bueller? <laughs> Bueller? 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 Okay, since I threw that out there, let me let me start with one question and let, let them simmer on some questions. Um, sure. So in the in our first interview, we talked about um, initially, I, it starts with a P, Persia or something like that, of a race of beings. Parisians. Parisians. Have they, uh, what's, is there any latest updates on them? Do they still with, come with through? With the Parisians, when I learned that language and learned that species, and they told me their history, they gave me access. They gave me a permissionable access to something that was going on in my head as a choice to start speaking their language, interpreting the language, and having an ability. Like we, before uh, everyone came on, we were talking about uh, your ability to speak Japanese fluently, mm-hmm. right? And 
you uh, have that language in your system. You know, I'll go in Toxero Elinica in Greek. I can speak some Greek, right? So mm-hmm. that's in me. And then this language came in me. It was so like a language I can speak. Like I'm not in, I'm not thinking about how to speak English right now. I'm just speaking. All, right, we right. all have that nature. <clears throat> yeah. That Parisian was a native idea inside of me, and all I had to do was accept it. And that, what the Parisian gave me the ability to start to channel and start to put myself out there and have the information that didn't sit in my memory that allowed to come through that was validated by that, which oh God, God knows I need validation because I was like, do you like me? Is it good? Please tell me I'm okay. And that was very, very valuable to me to have that external acceptance that allowed courage and truth to be expressed and develop my evolution, develop my skills as a channeler. So the Parisians, oh yeah, they're, they're still hanging out, you know? And I had a whole bunch of, there was a, there was a time, it was like a whole bunch of things would start happening in the reality to where they came common, um, you know, when, you know, you hear rustlings in the house and different ideas moving around and, uh, the guitar starts to play in the in the bedroom and the music box starts to play out here. And then you're thinking ghosts and you're thinking this and you're thinking that. And then you just stop thinking and you just allow it to happen. Then you realize sometimes you're vibrating into a reality where those people don't know you're there and you don't know they're there until you see that they're, you're kind of bleeding over into frequencies. So that's right. happening too. So there were visitations from different ideas of species because it was not a purpose just because I was open to the frequency. Right. You know, there was a door that was open and I left it open and allowed things to flow through. So that became a really good skill set. And that was part of was part of the journey. One thing builds upon another because the separated doesn't know anything except what it knows and its memory says is truth. And then you enact and behave within those frequencies and that's your life until you allow yourself to change. And then you open yourself up to new ideas and new frequencies and change and you choose those and let go of your other selves. And then, well, you evolve. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So the Prussians are still around. Yeah. Awesome. And st- still don't see any hands up or do I? Uh, I think there's one. Oh, wait. Oh, there is one. Okay. Melinda. Melinda. Chime Hi, in here. Hi. Yeah, I was hesitant to ask because my internet's been in and out. So I don't know if I missed like the answer to my own question. But um, Roxanne, I love you. I love everything you're saying. It just fills me up. Um, Thank you. I felt that. So last night, um, my dad's best friend from high school died recently. And last night in meditation, he came to me. I saw him in my mind's eye. I heard how his voice sounds, which I haven't heard for like 25 years in my head. And it said like, hey, tell your dad I say hi. And it's beautiful here. And then I'm thinking of him. So I told my dad and he responded very, very beautifully and appreciated it. And um, this keeps happening lately. And it's happening like more and more. And I try to listen and because it like often it it comes through that I'm supposed to tell somebody something, and I try to listen, and it's really uncomfortable and difficult. And part of me understands that this is truth and to listen, and so I do. And then there's a socially conditioned part of me that's like, "You're full of shit." Um, 
and I try to quiet that down and and I don't know, and just looking for some Okay. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Well, first off, uh, let let's just start off with the with the relationship of beliefs here. Okay? That interaction has exposed beliefs to you. The first one is you're not obligated to listen. Because you're not failing anyone. The only failures in your own mind to put yourself on a podium of obligation that you have to send this message. Because those gods that come into you, those creators, they're unconditional. Right? You're attracting them because you're evolving. So you're getting exposed to what you said, obligation, uncomfortable and difficult. The three things you said, the uncomfortable part, well, of course, you're going to be uncomfortable because you're being challenged in your comfort and your comfort is your identity. And when your identity is up against the wall, and all of a sudden, there's an entire new world of change. Well, then this mind that was taught to learn before you act to know how before you do or you make a mistake, and then you're going to be regretful and all that diarrhea that they give you before you know, you take a chance on yourself. And you go, okay, it is going to be uncomfortable for me to choose. And I'm going to give these messages in my time in the way I do it. Now, obviously, you have open yourself up to this ability. You know, there's there's channeling and there's mediumship. And, and I'm a very big fan of mediumship. Mediumship is, you know, sometime a go between. There's a lot of definitions of it, but there's a lot of things that mediumships has access to. So, you know, you can medium the idea of a spirit coming to you and say, hey, man, it's good to see you. Can you tell your dad? And you go, yeah, sure. And you do that. And whatever your dad gets out of it is up to your dad. And whatever uh, the entity, the message is up to that person. You take care of your kingdom. Okay? Don't make yourself into something special. None of us are special. We're not. We're all outstanding, perfect creators. Indestructible infinite beings of business. So no one is at a loss here unless you're in polarity to experience loss. That's the emptiness as a fret. Okay. So I know it's going to be difficult, but we're not lollipops and rainbows. We're masters and we're deconstructing an entire collective of separation through our own love. Okay. So yes, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be painful. It's not going to be comfortable, but you're not a coward. You're a badass, but you don't have to be the badass up here and what you think it is. You be the truth of yourself in the moment, and that is your absolute worthiness, your highest light possible, despite what people will think and what it is. And, oh, my God, am I right? Is it right? If I give them the wrong information, what's going to happen? It doesn't matter what's going to happen. It's what is happening. Learn that mastery. And then you'll see and understand your own light. And all of a sudden, you don't care if you get it right or wrong. Because there's no concern about getting it right or wrong. Because you know you're telling a truth. It would be the same as you would walk into uh, and start teaching a first grade class, arithmetic, one plus one. And then there's a kid that's arguing with you that it's, it's 54, not, not two, it's 54. And you would go, okay, yeah, you can have your 54. Go on with your bad self. In my world, it's two. And you know that and you're not taken off of that and you're not wrong because you know your truth, you know yourself. So when you are bringing this information through, you're giving the context of a vibrational worthiness frequency, vibrational frequency, not the interpretation of polarity. Now, let's not do that. Let's listen to the feeling, learn the language of the now. The language of the now says worth, I am, 
and it sings it with the absolute vitality of a creator saying this is the truth so you might go through your stages which i went through it's like oh my god is channeling good is it right is it this and i would get reactions and sometimes i was like oh my god you know i wasn't sure well thank you james i wasn't sure about the idea of my worth and some people would get mad at me because I wouldn't tell them what they wanted to hear. Well, I'm not here to tell them what they wanted to hear. I'm telling them to tell them what this is. I'm evolving this kingdom. If I keep myself in opposition with the objectifications outside of me and start to change myself to fit that, I need a bus to get back to fucked. And I don't want to take that trip. I don't want to go beyond myself into that la la land. I want to be I am. And that takes courage and choice choice to be the truth of yourself over and over again obligation obligation oh god if i do this then uh, they'll be happy and i'll be emotionally happy but i want to do this and i'm going to be emotionally happy because that feels better but then i'm empty again and i gotta get emotionally happy again so i gotta look for something and then i just gotta keep showing up and maintaining this avatar of isness i'm sorry dude <laughs> i just threw an avatar didn't i <laughs> <laughs> that was you did. yeah avatar. so uh you know put that in and that or i can just be i'm i'm enough i don't need to bring myself up there so so melinda you have an ability that you open up to and, and truly there it's a skill set we all know we're all good at ascending we don't come here because we suck at it we're good at it i'm a good speaker not because I was gifted the idea, it's because I spent 50 fricking incarnations evolving this idea of evolution, of awakening. So it, it may happen on different ideas of different species and different, but I'm constantly working on this ability. And now all of my isnesses, all of my selves that are divided in time by lifetimes, which is irrelevant, is a stream of consciousness that allows this, this self, this fractal of isness to know itself through this ability and now you're waking up to your own skill set so i would say take a chance on yourself or not either way that's up to you you're not going to fail anyone because no one's judging no one's in charge no one's going oh yeah melinda did good check gold star no one's doing that except right up here in your little mind the way you create your own reality that's where your kingdom lies so you start to take care of that house and say, I can do this. And I can become this obligation and to listen and be afraid and be uncomfortable and be uh, difficult. I can do that. Or I can say isness and say, I am, and here's my truth. And whatever that truth is, is up to you. It's up to you. You know, I taught people the channel and taught people mediumship skills over the years. And some of them are still doing it. They got their YouTubes, they're doing out, they're out there doing their work. And then some goes, oh my God, I, this is not what I thought it was. I'm not interested. So go and explore. You're not going to waste time because you create time. We're always now and time is something that you create with your memory. That's all, you know? So you're not going to lose out on anything. You're not going to waste time. Just go out and be that. And if you need help, you email me. Say, hey, Roxy, I need some ideas. I was like, okay, let's get some ideas. And we get together and we get some ideas, right? All right. So go be awesome. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Awesome, awesome. Um, Cynthia. Jump in there. Hi. Um, Hi, Cynthia. 
I'm crying, always crying. <laughs> um, whenever I'm just, whenever something resonates, I just can't help myself. Um, I wanted to go back to what you were saying about um, needing validation and, you know, external. It kind of just helped me realize that that's just another way that I've blocked myself from receiving is I've had this idea. Oh, it's all in me. It's all in me. I can't, I can't look out there for, for this and that. And, um, I really needed to hear that today. And I just wanted to thank you. I don't know if it's going to become a question, <laughs> but no, it's okay. thank you. <laughs> no, you're welcome. Because see, now I want you to look at your world. Now let's look at what you've just done to yourself. Before this started, you chose to be here. There was a vibrational frequency. There's other choices in your reality. You said, nope, this one feels slipstream. Let me go here and find out some light. And now there's your light. So it's not me. It's you that attract this possibility. How you choose it and relate to it is your mastery. That's how beautiful, that's how much every single one of us are. We get to do that. We get to choose our own light, get to choose our own truth. And in the meantime, we expose our, our, our stuff, <laughs> our uncomfortable parts of us. And it's like, oh man, I'm doing this to myself. And it's like, my God, you know? So you get better at that skill set as you journey and you've offered this and you got this and now you see something, right? Yes. So you've matured, you've grown more into your godness. You know, the people that are running around in the panels to sleep are at recess. Let them be at recess. <laughs> Give them a pillow, you know, if they need to sleep some more, some more milk, make them feel comfortable. But you keep being your light. And then the ones that are attracted to your world and go, hey, Cynthia, what do you got? There's something about you. Tell me what it is. And you offer whatever the truth is. And if they even reject it and they don't understand, it doesn't matter because you gave your light. You represented I am. That's what evolves the species. Not the ideas of laws and judgments. That reinforces the species as it is. Got to be that unconditional. You got to be that kingdom of I am. Make sense? Yes. That just happened last night. I had someone come up to me that I yeah. hadn't seen in a long time. And they said, you're just glowing. What there you, you go. It's very beautiful. But I did actually come with a question now. Um, oh, good. I wanted to ask, actually, um, you know, I, I've really been practicing looking at everyone as their own sovereign creator. Um, mm -hmm. The place where it gets really close to home for me and I start to struggle is actually with my pets. I get a little confused sometimes. I have pets that have um, came to me with some issues. They came from not good homes. And, you know, I, I'm trying to create that environment for them that is safe and loving. But Sometimes I get worried that there's something's going to happen between them because there's been things like that. So then I'm like, well, how much, how much am I putting this negative energy into this versus how much do I really just need to be careful with them versus if that makes sense? Well, yeah, what, what it is, is um, let's look at the bigger picture and this might sting a little. You're trying to control reality. Okay, so I need you to just sit and listen to this for a second. Okay, everything is relationship to reality. Go back to your Seth, Seth 101. Everything is how you relate is your experience. So you're looking at these animals that come from, in your 
in your point of view, a bad environment and they're in pain and they are, but you got to remember one thing. They are singular gods creating an incarnation, having an experience and your interpretation is yours and their interpretation is there. Now I see a pet. There was a guy that lives right over here. Not that you know what this looks like, but it's right over here. And he got a little pet, little pet dog. And, and it was uh, a little bit abused and you heard the noises and you heard the little yipes. And then and this guy was not treating this dog right. And it took me everything I have. And I'm a 115 pound transgender woman and I wanted to beat him up. I wanted to hurt him. I wanted to do like, yeah, what are you doing? And it hurt me and that ripped me up, but I have to be better and not feed that controversy. Cause if I go after him, I'm going to get the counterance. So I accepted the dog's journey and it resolved itself. Enough people made complaints and the dog was taken away from them. So I knew there was a resolve in my world. If I wouldn't have engaged in the world that fixes that world. So you bring them in, but then you're extending yourself maybe to save everybody because maybe that gives you an identity and may gives you a purpose in life. When these dogs and cats and the things that you bring into your environment and they're just starting to go against each other, whatever's happening there is a creative reality. It says, let me look at myself about this. Okay, Cynthia, let me look, let me look at myself. Hey, Cynthia, and you go, hey, so you're creating a reality of saving. And if, if you start to grow empty and you need to save another so you can feel good again, and then you save another and then you feel good again, and then you save another and then you feel fulfilled again, but you seem to keep draining and you seem to keep cycling yourself. So maybe, maybe you ought to look at that as an identity of purpose and allow those cats and dogs to be whatever they're going to be because they're not dying. They're experiencing, they are suffering in their own way. Okay, I know that they're suffering, but I don't know that they're suffering. I'm interpreting that they're suffering. I am. And is there a suffering in that universe? Well, the answer to me would be yes, but I still can't know it because every universe is amongst is internal to itself, subjective, subjective to itself. I'm taking an object and I'm making it my truth through that object saying that is experiencing this. And I don't know that but I'm going to say it anyway, because I can. <laughs> so I understand that they're pain, but you got to look at what you're doing to yourself. You're not doing good or bad. Ah, you're creating a reality by making those choices. So then you got to be honest with yourself. Do I need to keep doing this reality? Can I change something about it? Can I just let go of the control and allow myself? Don't react and fix it. God, don't do that. Oh, don't fix anything nothing's broken allow yourself to start choosing this relationship in the now of every one of those incidences of interactions with the pets and you start to see your truth behind it yes that one is maybe not that and you start to feel a new truth and then you're going to be upset at yourself for choosing something because the obligation says you should be choosing this the dedication or the desire or the ego says you should be doing this and you're like i don't want to choose that but you have to and now you're in your own battle which is cleaning up your house which is enlightening the species which is being a light bearer an enlightener someone who represents the authentic self it's not what we do that's the interpretation in 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 the now through the idea of the polarization to define objects 
We're talking about the kingdom of now, the I am. What does that represent? That's how we create realities. We're putting out a vibration of worthiness. We're putting out a vibration of worthiness, but in the aspects of an identity, a purpose. There's nothing wrong with purposes. Nothing wrong with it. It's a way to create your world. Now you get an understanding. You have an ability to respond to create your reality. I have it and I'm doing it to me. It's up to me now. So you can continue down that line. It's up to you. But now, during this entire conversation, I bet your sweet ass, you felt a lot of emotions. And I want you to feel emotions because those are identifiable ways that you behave to experience those emotions. And when you experience them, it offers another identified way to behave to fix that emotion or change that emotion. And then you're in this little vortex of cycle ideas between the polarized uh, selves, right? You follow me? Unmute yourself. Yes. Okay. So, so whatever that dog, cat, anything you're rescuing, you just change your relationship a little. Don't fix it. Don't theorize it. Don't don't affirm it in your mind. Say this is what it is. And when the heart says no, it's not that. The ego says, yeah, yeah, I get it, but it's not really that. Be who you are and take the journey. I named it Odyssey of Ascension. Odyssey is an epic journey. It's a journey. It's a, it's an absolute journey. It's not fixed in the now. It's not get credit and buy it now and pay later. It's in the now journey, right? So you get to know yourself through the co-created ideas of your internal truths. And then you see that truth and you say, I got to be humble about this. You know, Cynthia, yeah, yeah, no, but... We're not going to know what to do. We don't know how to be anymore. We don't have a purpose. Well, we can rearrange the sock drawer. Well, we can go and do something. You know, you'll find it. But don't let this mind beat you up. You can let it rattle off. But just observe it. Watch it on the screen of life run by you. And when you get attached to it and you're like, God! Say, okay, I get to be this. Now I get to be angry. I'm going to be angry. Good. Look at me. I'm angry. Hey, everyone, I'm angry. And if you have an unconditional level with you there, that little uh, sweet potato behind you, hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you have that. He understands that, you're a, that, that his role is a sounding board. And you be that self. And you're bouncing off of him so you can see yourself. And he has the mastery to allow you to be that because he's not going to take it personally. Why? Because he doesn't have an ego. He understands you're evolving. And when it's his turn to flip out, you hold the space for him because you're in love. That's not hard, right? Look what we've given ourselves. Yes. Thank you so much. You good? Absolutely. Yes. All right. Booyah. Booyah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, Glenn, you're up. Let's Jeez. that's that's <laughs> try to catch my breath here, Roxanne. That's amazing. And I and I'm I not really sure. I've got so many things that I want to say. The first thing I want to say, and I'm a little terrified to say it. You're so beautifully weird to me. Like I just look at everything <laughs> about you, and like just I I like if I saw you on the street or if I saw you on the subway. I I would have all of these like judgments and stuff, and I just sure. love it so in my face with it. Um, I, I 
I don't really have a question as much as I want to share something and just have you riff on it. Um, yeah. Transgender people have been so important to me um, in the course of my life as like a, a reflection and waking up. And, and there's one guy I grew up with. Um, he, he's my mom's age, um, was in my church. I grew up Mormon. And I found out later in life that he had been a woman. Uh, my mom had gone to high school with when she was a woman. And I had no idea. And that was like my first kind of awareness of what transgender yeah. is. And I just loved this guy. And I, I had the chance to sit down with him about 12 years ago and say, tell me your story. What, what was this like for you? And he said, um, have you ever put on like a Halloween mask and you're looking out of the eyes and you know that everybody can see you, but they, they just see the mask. They don't see what's behind the mask. It's like, that's what it was like my entire life growing up like that. And that was such a profound thing that he shared with me. It stuck with me for 12 years. And there, there's so many more things that I could tell you. But it, it's, I hear that same message in what you're saying right now, that whether it's like we're all kind of looking out at the world from behind a mask, you know, like we're all these divine creators that have this mask of our programs and beliefs yes. and ego and all this stuff. And we're looking out from it and uh, it's not just transgender. It's not just this or that, but we're all kind of in that place. And so I just, I had that thought I wanted to share it with you and I, I just love to hear you riff on it. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And the first thing I wanted to say is when, when, when you saw me as something of odd, there was a, there was a person in my life, her name is Cece, and she gave me some impactful insight. She's one of those quiet awakeners way over there that has this profound knowledge, and she jumps into my life and every once in a while uh, with some, some epic information that moves my reality. I track that in and boom. And one day she said to me, because, you know, Roxy, you're a dragon sitting in the middle of Times Square. You don't belong. <laughs> you know, light bears are the change you know we change through technology we change through permissions um 100 years ago uh, 2000 yeah about about 100 years ago we were still drilling holes in the heads to let out the demons mm. but through science and through ideas we've evolved we don't need to let demons out because they're not demons there's a mental illness there's an idea there's medicine so we're evolving but light bears are change not within the palatable idea of the slow moving evolution of humanity. That's why free energy doesn't work yet, because we have 4 billion people that are depending on an, an entire economy. You can't all of a sudden overnight have free energy, that entire co economy collapses. They can't accept that. We have to evolve into it. So we have introductions of different ideas, technologies, electric windmills, things like that. We're moving the collective. So it's going to happen inevitably. But light bearers are in your face. Hi, look at this. You don't belong here. You, you're a what, but I'm here. Hi. And you're a presence and you're an isness. All of us represent that. All of us represent change. The change of what is standard and normalized and acceptable to the unstandard. The change of self, the evolution of self, the possibilities. That, that newest a picture by the new uh, uh, telescope in space that you know was different just showed us wow we're not as uh, 
awesome as we thought, you know, as a collective. Um, there's a billion planets and in, in, in one that one of those little tiny stars and there's a billion of those galaxies. Oh man, there's probably uh, some other life out there. So that's, you know, this slowly, we're getting there, but light bears, we change. We opportune people to see it because we don't operate in examples, in the ideas of proof and scientific proof and postulates and theorems. We don't work that way. We operate in how we all are by nature, vibration, frequencies, the truth. Everyone knows when you walk into a room and someone just got in an argument that you can feel the tension in the room because the vibration is that. You know, you see a, a, a man or a woman and, and all of a sudden you just, wow, you're like so attracted to them and you're like, oh, and so vibration. You just connect. And they're complete strangers, but you, you know that that's it. So that's where we work. We work in worthiness, the I am. Remember, you're not the mask. You're not the outside. You are not the shell that you are. You are this internal. And the ones that are courageous to bring the internal and express it as the idea of the self without any masks are the light bears, are the dragons that sit in the middle and say, uh, hi, I'm here. You can't do anything about it. You know, you get to choose what you want to feel about it, and that's up to you. So, I, I, I mean, I, I, the transgender thing for me was I got to be a woman, I got to be a woman, I got to be a woman, you know hormones, should I get surgery, this thing like that. And all of this, you know, growing my hair and, and my makeup and everything was my journey. And then you come to the conclusion that I'm both and I'm neither. You know, sometimes I express the idea of my female, sometimes I express the idea of my male, but I don't see it as that, others can. I had to get to a place where the two spirits inside of me became unified and it's not absence of, of gender. Oh, God, no. It's the expression of the gender that you are in the moment that's undefined. How everyone else interprets it, well, that's their show. That's their kingdom. That's their interpretation. That's their experience. And it's none of my business. So I think it's fantastic. And I like the, the mask analogy. It works. Yeah. Yeah, you're... Um... My new intro I created for your episode uh, when I sort of repackaged uh, season mm -hmm. one for Vimeo um, last year or two years ago now. I don't know if time is <laughs> time is keeps slipping away, but uh, that was I grabbed from another interview you had done online. I grabbed this. Um, you talk about the mask and 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 how we're we're wearing that. And I think uh, Glenn, thank you. That's a great analogy. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to self-reflect on, on all of our masks and, you know, what we're trying to put out there and we're constantly um, putting new ones on, shedding the old ones and figuring it out. Uh, so it's, 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 it's a fun game. It's a fun mask. You know, who we're going to play dress up every day, right? Who are we going to be? Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to put on today? Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, and, uh, and uh, I know I've worn many masks through uh, as as an actor, as a performer, and um, and as uh, you know, just even doing this work, shifting gears. Now I'm, you know, Ruben the stuntman, Ruben the actor, Ruben the UFO guy, Ruben the you know whatever. I don't know. It's it's, it's fun. It's fun to wear the mask. The gardener, yeah. I'm the gardener now, making making and, compost and, tea thanks to Melinda. And 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 by the <laughs> way, I love that uh, that 
compost update of a couple of weeks ago. That was really fun. Or the, you know, the backyard update. That was really oh, good. Oh, so, yeah. so in that idea of, of defining the roles that you play will also dissipate. You're not playing a role anymore. You're doing that truth and you're doing this truth. You're now and now and now. And whatever the moment is, you'll encompass that frequency and you'll become the best version of yourself through the nature of yourself. You don't have to effort yourself and be that that person so whether you're being a stunt person or uh, doing uh you know a role for the what is it uh, uh, death death cry what was it what was the, the devil damn video de- de- devil may cry right. devil may cry yeah. yeah and 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 doing and and doing that or or, or being our ufo guy whatever yeah. you're doing it becomes just you're there doing that and yeah. that becomes part of your reality to where you're just now and in your memory, yeah, you can know, oh, yeah, I did this and I did this and then, but then now there's no question of what you're supposed to be doing because you're already that. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't be there. You wouldn't be attracted right. to that world. It wouldn't be your joy. So wherever totally. you are, you're always that self. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Totally, totally. Well, should we uh, get into some yeah. channeling and then uh, we yeah. can take some questions and uh, I've got a few. Let me scan through my question so i don't get too uh don't take up i could you know you know me i could just go i got a million questions um but um but yeah uh do we want to call upon uh first and and then see where we go or or do you i think osipius will come in first and okay i think sly's going to make an appearance okay and if if uh yeah we'll just fly by the seat of our pants here yeah, and then we can, you know, take requests or whatever. We'll see what happens. Awesome. All right, guys, here we go. Thanks all for tuning in. I always say it like that. You ready, Oh, Yeah. <clears throat> ah, greetings once again. Ruben, how are you? Hi, Hi-O. thanks for joining us in this way. We've got uh, a live audience today, so that's fun. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering. Uh, very exciting. Very exciting. We, 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 in the past, we talked about uh, limitations and how limiting we, uh, as a uh, society and a race, human. As planet, a collective. Collective. Make it easy on yourself. Collective, it works uh, for you. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we doing with that? How uh, are you checking the temperature? Okay. Spectacular. Right. The more chaos you have, the more realization each and every one has an opportunity to see what they're not. How many more laws do you need? How many more ways to limit yourself do you truly need? And so people rebel against that and it offers change and change offers opportunity and people choose the opportunity of the internal self and hence the evolution occurs. You only have about 2,000 more years left. Relax. You're in the home stretch. You're coming down the stretch right now. If you were running the Belmont, you would be on the home stretch. 50, maybe 60 lengths to the finish line. You're almost there. And you might do it in your idea ascension. To ascend yourself might give you that idea about the species to be ascended for others to understand and change the timeline if you choose. 
and make it faster or make it slower. But you can't do that through purpose or intention because you can't get other people to be you. You have to represent the worthiness. You have to represent I am. You have to do that. And that offers a collective to become isness, to become worthiness. It is said, many of your channels have said over the years, the idea of governments will take a second chair to the idea of the community, the collective, the citizens. And in that idea, what will happen? They become administrators. And the collective understands and leads itself as a unit of measure through the idea of one being that same representation, and then two, and then 20, and then 50, and then a million, and then 100 million, and it continues, and your species evolves. It really has nothing to do with time, but give or take about 2,000 years, you'll be there. You'll be moving, you and of course Gaia, moving into the fourth density, taking your place in the idea of the triangle, where the Essasani are now them moving forward to the fifth density, the Syrian that is the top of the triangle, then moving forward to the sixth density, then taking your place is the Venusians, where the Venus planet being terraformed right now by the idea of the Hathor civilization will move into the orbital path where Earth exists, and Earth will become a myth to the Venusian species, the next human, if you will. All going to play out, all has played out in the perspective of now. But let's not be concerned or too fascinated with the ideas of not now. They are fun, they are energetic, they are tantalizing, but they are not scripture or structure. You create your now, your future by being I am now. So tend to your own garden, create your own reality, cultivate your own soil, and create your own ascension, if you will. Sounds you mentioned, yeah, yeah, sounds amazing. Um, Excellent. I do like to go into those uh, future nows uh, often, but we'll, we'll, we'll skip that and just ask about... If you choose, there's no out of bounds here. Okay. What about the, the triangle you said? So is, mm -hmm. is that representative of four, fourth density? Uh, Not necessarily fourth density. Okay. What it represents is what you've set up in this idea, Octavia. The Octavia of this mm, game you play. You have one density, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then you go on to different ideas of density. But within the frequency of Octavia created by what you would call Ra, in this idea of this space-time continuum, this idea is a triangle. Third density, fourth density, fifth density, by a collective grouping. The Syrians started out somewhere, and let's just put it that way, and they collected in third density, and they moved themselves to fourth density. So who's in third density? It wasn't the Essasani. The Essasani were created in an idea of a difference, but they took the place of fourth density when Syrians went to fifth density. And then here comes humans. Humans started to be the third density, the fifth ascended species off of what you call Gaia, the collective intelligence of a species ascending. This is the fifth and final one of Gaia in third density. She's not paid her dues. She's evolved. So in that idea, you create the triangle and it's representative of a number of things. The triangles can represent perfection. In the idea of Roxanne's world, triangle represents mm, the commonality, 
How should we say this? You have two that understand something and one doesn't understand something or opposes it. But that opposing gives the two that understand the likeness change. So when there is always the presence of three, there is always the constant of change. There is no opposition, there's change. So in that idea, that was represented in the triangle fashion. Are you following? Yeah, yeah. So okay, very good. If so, the in a sense, the the triangle creates a spin, or it creates momentum, it creates movement. It does. Yes, mm -hmm. that's a way to look at it. Absolutely, and it's not that anyone is waiting for the ones to hurry up along. So you guys are not in a rush to hurry up to go to four, so fifth density can move out, and you know this Sasani can move in, and and then right. wherever the the sixth density goes with the Syrian collective. That's up to them. But that's not structured. It's not standard. It's not controlled. And it sure is not uh, going to be a permanent idea. What it is is a reference from now for you to understand your reality in its um, fullness, if you will. Very cool. Makes sense? Makes sense. Uh, I'll, we'll take some questions, but I got one question right yes. quick about, um, this is more about, I think, Buford. And I, <clears throat> before we never really connected with Buford, but for some reason, um, that image in the book of the fairy, yes. I guess, uh, stuck in my head. You don't have and, to guess. And, and, and uh, my cat um, mm -hmm. at certain times has that face. And, and, I'm, and I'm, I look from a distance, I'm like, is that, that's Buford. I even because I forgot the name and I even, I went back to our interview and I looked up the picture and I was like, Excellent. because it was, it was so like strong. And I was like, I've seen that face before. Where's that face? I know that face. So Buford. I'm just Buford. So I'm wondering what's the connection to Buford and the cat uh, energy and, and is there that energy and why well, does my cat look like Buford? <laughs> let's look at, let's look at something a little bit deeper. Let's okay. go ahead and me and you choose an ascension path today. Are you in with me? Sure. What is your truth about that? You ask your own question. You have your own answer. What is your truth? Let's see if you have courage. Go ahead. Truth, truth about ascension? No, about Buford in the cat. Oh. You have the answer. You don't need my validation. But we will validate it for you. But first, I want you to say what your truth is. What do you feel about that connection between Buford and the idea of your cat? You recognize not the image. The image is a representation of what? Well, fa the fairy, the, the fairy the realm. Frequency, the, the frequency, the isness, the singularity. Mm -hmm. So you know, as well as I do, they are the same. Mm. Does that disappoint you? No, no. Does it let it down or make it valid? What does it do for you, Master of the Sender? Hmm? Let me just clarify. So the uh, so Buford, Fairy, Cat, like all that is the same? Those three? Buford, mm -hmm. Buford the Fairy, mm -hmm. Buford the Cat. Mm -hmm. Same, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the coronation the way, next one it's if it's feeling like that's what that's what i'm getting that's well, what i feel be okay with what you're getting yeah, yeah. okay you okay. can go ahead and choose your own truth because no one's gonna say different unless you let okay. that okay okay so you know inherently you know that's the truth but your frequency of relying 
on an external authority to tell you the truth that you already know is now seeked. Hence uh, me. Hello. Right, right, right. Okay. However, right. you already know the answer and sure. it's okay either way. But we, this collective Osiphius, mm -hmm. will give you the harder way. We're going to make you work at yourself if you choose. Mm -hmm. We will give you the answer, I but see, first you have to choose. So right. you chose. You know that Buford is incarnating as Buford. Buford, mm -hmm. and we're talking the whole of Buford, the collective mm -hmm. of Buford, the I am, the singularity, like you, me, Cynthia, and everyone else in there, right, Melinda? And there's, mm -hmm. oh yeah, Mike over there, Clark, yes. Hello, Karen. Karen Newman. My goodness, it's good to see you, Karen. Wonderful. So in that idea, right, you know the truth about that and you accept that truth about that and you mm -hmm. built your own worthiness. It's not up for debate. It's not negotiable. It's I am this truth. Now, does it need to be validated? Through what part of you does it? The fractal. Because the fractal mm -hmm. doesn't see how you can know that internally without an external thing. These are what teachers did for you. This is what authority did for you. Gave you the sure. knowledge you needed in order to move ahead. But you're beyond that now. You're mm -hmm. evolving. You're courageous. You're choosing to say, you know what? I'm worth the choice to say, I know that is. Because you recognize what you would represent as the face. But what you really did is recognize the frequency, mm -hmm. vibration, the singularity known as Buford. Make sense? Yep. Yep. You, well, you with I, me? You were one on this, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Booyah. So, uh, okay. Well, um, I'll reflect on that some more and maybe come back to that. In the meantime, uh, we'll James. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. Yes. Hi, Oxidius. It's amazing to talk to you today. Hello, James. Greetings to you. How are uh, you today? I'm great, thank you. Um, I Excellent. wanted to go back to something you said um, very briefly when we were talking around the sort of 2000 or so years um, we have, you know, in this sort of cycle, I guess. Yes. Um, you mentioned Vesuvians and a new 3D environment yes. um, for the new sort of next humans, as it were. Yes. Does that mean that some human consciousness um, might move there or is or, or would we all as a human collective now, are we all in on the whole ascension thing? I hope that makes sense. The human consciousness is unique into itself. The Venusian is likened to the human idea in the in the uh, reference of they are going to be a separated species. Not in the same severity is the best case scenario word to use that you as humans are. You can never repeat it. It's a version of separation that the Venusians will experience, but they are not in the idea anyway related to humanity. They will have their own unique DNA. They will be their own unique species. Are you following? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I was just curious, like, in terms of the human collective, though, um, will we all, are we all going down this, up this path, as it were, or will there be some aspects of the human collective consciousness that can want to and choose to continue to explore 3D? Um, oh, experience? of course, you will have a 3D Earth and a 4D Earth, and they will split. The 3D right. Earth will play out until no one's interested in it. 
Okay. The 40 Earth will play out until no one's interested. Okay. There will be no 3D Gaia any longer. It exists, but it exists in the now of different perspectives. That's how you gain time is change your perspective of a particular idea to manifest a now that sits in time, in this case, humanity. So in the idea of, let's say, the uh, splitting earths, many will be interested in staying in 3D. Why not? What's wrong with it? Nothing. That's the passion of the singularity. You guys are on an awakening earth. There are many Earths that have already split off in their own divergence and doing their own things. And they will fade in time and the incarnation will shift over to another if they're choosing that or whatever they'll do. But it's all chaos, truly. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just up to each singularity that vibrates truth that attracts the co-created reality and everyone shares in that moment the reality of business. And we choose to journey in that way and it continues like that forever. Cool. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. So You're trying to understand it from a human mind is, is kind of almost impossible, really. It's awkward, isn't it? The dimensionality of it. <laughs> yes, it's difficult because you're taught to think in particular ideas and have truths that are particular ideas of fashion limitation. And those limitations are challenged with an insight that's inside. And you're like, it doesn't make sense, but it doesn't. I can't figure it out because there's no reason for it. And then you work through that battle and the intelligence will show up and then you'll have an epiphany or two. And then you go, I got it. Ta-da, I'm a god. It's crazy. Hmm? Thank you very much indeed. You're most welcome. Okay, so... I'm going to chime in with another quick question here about Buford. Mm. Um, Why why is Buford hanging out? What does Buford see see in our our backyard? Ah, stand by. Hey, Ruben. It's uh, Sly. What are you doing? Hey, Sly. How's it going? It's oh. been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> so why is, why, why, uh, why, <laughs> why is, um, I like the hair, by the way. Oh, thank why you. Is, yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. It looks good. Like why is, are they hanging out in the backyard? It's not yeah. a matter of a reason for Buford. Okay. So, we're gonna we're gonna take you down a trail of happiness okay all right so let, let's put let's put the what are these roxy i can't see what those okay let's put let's put uh, she goes you put them on i was like <laughs> <laughs> so so we know right now we know something so let's know what we know and write it down so we can journey into uh intelligence okay so we know buford mm-hmm. okay and it's not defined as a fairy, but we have to keep it just as beautiful for the singularity. Okay. And then he's hanging out in your backyard as a cat, right? Or yeah, sometimes my cat takes on that form. So yeah, well, uh, yeah. You 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 are unblocked from the memory so therefore you can see the frequency and the frequency screams Buford. Your mm-hmm. reference to Buford is the fairy, but the fairy is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fairy is just another another cat. What mm-hmm. it is, it's Buford. So now yes. you know Buford. So you have a connection 
the Buford to a cat into an F. CF, cat fairy. And there's Buford, right? Mm -hmm. So Buford is the question. Why is Buford hanging around you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the question, right? Yeah, yeah. So why is he? Well, because he likes you. Oh, okay. Okay, and why does he like you? Because you are a part of a collective. You remember that thing you told Roxanne a little while ago about kindred spirits? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so all of you have little crews around your little families, right? You have, mm -hmm. you have little families that incarnate. So, so say there's like five or six of us and we're all hanging around. Let's just use a small number. Usually it's bigger than that, but let's say there's five or six of us and me and you uh, decide to go down and be humans. And these other two are going to be dogs in our space time continuum. There's probability that we'll run across each other. And then me and you fall in love and you're a woman and I'm a man and we fall in love and we get married. And that's the role we play. And then the next life, life, lifetime, um, you are on the battlefield and uh, you are uh, an enemy of mine and uh, you shoot me and kill me. And um, uh, that was awesome, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and then uh, this time around, you become a cat and, and, and I'll be um, a cat lady. And then I'll get to meet you that way. We, we hang out. There's a natural vibration in frequency that's beyond the idea of the interpreted likeness of humanity. Let me explain. Mm -hmm. Two entities have a relationship. Two entities create fractals. Mm -hmm. Those fractals have relationships as well. But that does not diminish the internal. This I am. Buford, Reuben. Reuben's a, a human. Reuben's, what else are you, Reuben? You know, uh, come on, I'm an avatar. I don't know. Of, yeah. Uh, uh, blue Buford, yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, that these two ideas, whether they're together or not, they're always up here, vibrationally best friends. And if you meet in co-creative worlds, you start to recognize each other. I see. And in the human, it's very beneficial. It mm -hmm. stirs the mind up and makes your right. purpose. I know, I know them. They're my twin. They're this, they're that. And you start labeling all this. That's part of your work. That's part of your chaos. That's part of your control to expose to you. You want that stuff so you can understand, hey, there's a truth that doesn't need explaining. Mm, I see. So there's a truth behind Buford that doesn't need explaining. Mm -hmm. But I'll explain to you, Lucy, is your friend. Mm. That's all. Now, that's not grand. It's not purposeful. It's not identified. It doesn't make you special. But what it makes you is understanding intelligence so now what can you do with it maybe a different question well yeah. you know there's knowledge and wisdom in in nature obviously mm -hmm. but you don't try to make it be what it's supposed to be you know you, you you don't you don't you don't you don't make it into a purpose like you know if a cat hangs out and you take it as a sign or if, what is the purpose behind that? You're trying to make yourself into uh, a relationship of why this is occurring, a causality. Forget uh, it. Right, right, Let right, it right. evolve. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. it evolve. Just, just your presence alone. Mm -hmm. You know, cats, cats have it. They have a divinity about them, especially if there's a cat from the Lyran civilization. Mm -hmm. That's that's a whole different idea. A cat. That's a different kind of cat. But the domestic or the earth cats, you know, the, the species they have their own divinity about them they don't care a lot they're curious they die they, they do their thing but 
there's still a connection of comfort. And, you know, when, when you're close to them in the probability, they gravitate towards you. Mm-hmm. And just your presence is enough. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, then, and that's not tangible or sellable, though you can sell it at Christmas for a, for a profit. It's not something <laughs> like that. that that's, what you don't, that's what you don't get out of a lot of the relationships reality. You get the real, realization of connectivity, mm-hmm. of communion, of collective, of all that is as a unit okay, and divided into an infinite number of units, all gravitating towards themselves, their likeness. And you shift and you go in and out of different groups of ideas of beings. You never stay permanent, but you do have your permanencies, you know, you ones that are constantly there for you. Buford is one of them. That's why you had such an affinity for him, because the familiarity behind all the interpretations was just bursting through right mm-hmm. yeah it was uh it was this strange uh like seeing the picture that's why i even added it i made sure it was in the beginning of the the opening sequence because just the men the mention and when there was a familiarity when you showed me the picture and then it stuck in my mind and then it went yeah. away and then you know years later i'm looking at my cat i'm like what what is this familiarity i'm seeing here and then uh i think and just seeing just having that recognition having that acknowledging the the acknowledging the emotion or the uh the feeling behind that for me has been quite fun uh and then now bringing it all the way to the now do i get to ask this question and then reflect on it in this way so uh thanks for taking me on the journey um, yes because well, it's if anything, about the journey it's, yeah you're just showing me the well, the ability to recognize yes the ability, yes you want to you want to you want to have abilities to learn you don't you don't want to how rude of it me it, would it be of me just to give you an answer then that would right, be right, another right. transient idea sure, the sure. trend the transient ideas of of knowledge is the information that fulfills for the moment it's like a you know a piece of candy it's good and then it's empty and then it passes through you you know like a like a bad taco right <laughs> It's like, it just goes through you. you just, and what else right. are you going to do with it? You want to have that substance that gains the idea, that gains the powers. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, that, the journey. You want that story of Got to take right? the journey. So how's everything it, else? Good, good. I was just going to open up to, to questions out there, but um, uh, everything else is good. I've I've... You know, we're creating our little fairyland out here uh, in our backyard with um, lots with my wife and her awesome artwork and her energy. And uh, you got any fairy houses in place? Yeah, I think there is a little fairy circle they've made back here, a little uh, patch of dimensional doorway that seems to uh, the cats like to sit in. And and then uh, you know we've got our little projects that we're doing everywhere. Well, so it's, it's let the uh, fairies come in. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> we're, that's part of our, our I think our vortex we're making here is to uh, create a safe space, let them know they're welcome, and uh, and and uh, just see what happens. Yes, yes. Uh, put out some honey. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a good little plan. bit honey. Yeah. Glenn, you uh you have Go ahead, a Glenn. 
Hi. So who, who am I talking with right now? Sylvester. Sylvester, hi. Hello. All right. So I've, I've had this sense that um, ascension involves uh, different sentient beings coming together as a collective and raising their conscious awareness that they are a collective. And I, I think about all of the trillions of cells within my body that have gone through their own evolutionary path to get to the point where 30 trillion cells can become a single human conscious entity. And that what is happening on the planet, we are becoming humans kind of like the neurons of the central nervous system for earth that could become the, the brain, the communication center. And so it's really important to be compassionate, open, accepting, uh, recognizing what what are what messages are we passing along, like like our neurons would in our brain. That's something that I've felt very strongly for a while. I'm I'm curious if that's something uh, that that you've considered. I guess I'm asking for validation in a sense, but I feel it really strongly yes. for me. I'm curious, what what where do you see that? Well, you're you're spot on. Well, first off. Um, Remember that everything is sentient. It's yeah. just the interpretation that says it's not. Yeah. So everything is aware from the flake of skin down to the molecule, down to the, you know, the plastic that creates this pen yeah. is a singularity having an experience. It's manifestation. But it's all in degrees of realization. And that's something that you'll understand beyond this frequency. Um, the body is co-created. You don't own it and it doesn't own you. You're just going along for the ride. You know, this is your, and you have the right to express or pimp your ride, so to speak, mm -hmm. and make it because the body is very interested in you. It's co-created, right? Mm -hmm. So you co-create and you have that collective. So that is a perfect analogy, ideology of the human collective. And you become a unit of measure. We all share thoughts. It's only your division right. uh, each and every one of you can stand behind someone in line tap into the frequency of the person in front of you you know everything about them and and you won't get that through lack because it'll be shut down with your own lack but as you evolve then you'll get that information and that information doesn't give you anything except realization that we are a collective you know so all of that is already in place and you get better at it but what I'm interested in is the two things that you said. One is really important. It's not important. Um, it's important to, if you are motivated for something to happen, because it's inevitable anyway. Important is something that you're putting out there as it has to happen. Well, it doesn't have to happen. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. There's nothing that's not going to happen. Just know that. So it takes the pressure off of you to be really important. You don't need to put that purpose behind your intention to create and make sure everybody is being that particular sure. idea sure, yeah. because we don't want to control people because we don't need to. They're fine. Everyone is fine. Everything is fine. So, and the other is compassion. Now, compassion is a very mystifying idea. It's empathetic. It's compressed passion. There's a lot of ideas that you can take compassion and expand it into, right? So if I'm looking at the species as a collective, and I see from my unconditional point of view 
everyone playing a game and it's a phenomenal game inside the game is is chaos and polarity and pain and suffering and hope and happiness and needs and lack and all of these things that are absolute priceless ways to relate to reality so the game itself is shouldn't be rushed and no one's in peril that plays the game right. so that compassion offers a vibration that's what you have to see so you just said what are you representing what do you what can you represent that was perfect so compassion is one to represent if you choose but make sure you're choosing compassion because it's a truth of here not here yeah yeah always know the relationship you're putting something behind see one person like roxanne does different things she plays the flute uh she's dabbles with Esmeralda and witchcraft and she does these things right and those are passionate things they're not purposeful things so she gets the quality of those frequencies because she's not bringing the expectations of the what it's supposed to be onto the vibration which makes it limited tightens it down yeah. makes it stiff and it cracks it's yucky so she lets it flow and then as it flows as her idea flows she gets the offerings and the understanding and the epiphany and she evolves so she gets better at flute better at witchcraft better at channeling and now she's writing and look out because she's a creator that has the ability to allow the kingdom of i am out and into her fingertips so there she goes so now she's got this new passion right and that represents a vibration of authentic find your own love and be the highest light possible so in your compassion be compassionate but make sure your frequency behind compassion is the nature of the persona and not the purpose of the personality mm -hmm. you picking up what i'm laying down yeah i am well that's all there is to easy peasy lemon squeezy that's great thank you you're welcome good uh, so, uh, Sly, I had a quick question. Um, yep. Again, again, open up to the audience. Um, but in the meantime, um, so in our first interview, you talked about the the Sly, the Sly, the five year old, I think, at that or eight year old, yep, five year old died. at that time. He died. Oh my yeah. God! What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, tell us that. What did, what happened there? Uh, he he passed away. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. He, he frackled the way. Um, he passed away. Okay. So I was just going to say, how old? He took you know, an out. That old story. So took, took an out. So, uh, so perfect yeah. example. Sylvester, the little guy down there on earth, slide. Uh -huh. Right? So that is an experience of truth. When it passes, I am the experience of the truth. Okay. Does that make sense? I want you to look at that again. Let's look at yeah. that again. I don't want you to miss this. Let's not run over it. Maybe okay. Your your hairs getting long, Roxy. Okay. Yeah. So while Sly is down in the now, mm -hmm. I'm not up here. I'm here. Okay. I'm Sly. When I'm focused in the now, I'm only in the now. I'm never at two places at once because there's no places. There's only here and now. Go back to the laws, right? Mm -hmm. So no matter where I'm looking, I became sly 
when Sly woke up in the morning and I'm focusing on Sly to create Sly, the, the child, right? We died before he died. I'm that fractal. When I wake up, when Sly goes to sleep and I wake up out of Sly, and he's sleeping down and going, sleeping. And right. then I understand my experiences through misinterpretation. I see. Right? So I am both things at the same time, right? In the now. So that's the time it is happening. And um, if I'm up here while Sly is sleeping, Sly's body conscious. Sly isn't there. Sly's here. Sly wakes up. I go back down the Sly and become the fractal. Make sense? You're with mm -hmm. me so far. Yeah, Everyone yeah. else, if you have questions, raise them later. We've got a great class going here, and there's an opportunity of ascension, right? We don't want to fuck it up. Not that we don't go to, but, you know. So, okay, so here we go, right? So we're down here, and now he dies. Now there's no more down there. Well, every time he woke up, I understood. So every time you go to sleep, you, the whole creator, understand the experience, and you interpret it as your truth. You experience the friction and the pain and the suffering and the happiness and the hope and the absolute joy of falling in love and the birth of a child and all these things that human offer through emotions and polarity. It's fantastic. And then when you wake up, that becomes me. All of that experience is in here, in the isness of me. It's birthed me. It grows me. It changes me. It becomes more of my persona, more of my isness. So when you look at Sly from three years ago, five years ago, seven years ago, I can't be the same Sly. I'll never be the same Sly because you're not the same person. So that incarnation was an evolution of me. And that's a part of me. And so, you know, Roxanne had struggled. It's like, ugh, I don't want to lose Roxanne. I love Roxanne. And, uh, you know, I told us that you don't lose Roxanne, you gain Roxanne. Roxanne is an experience. Roxanne is you, but don't define as Roxanne as a singularity that's going to die or not going to die. Mm -hmm. Roxanne is a point of view, is a perception of what you are always, the I am. So when you're Reuben, and all these Reubens are being Reubens down here through your entire journey of your life, getting married, being an idea of a stuntman, being this UFO, doing your CE5s, just playing all these. You are the God that's doing it, but the God forgot. So the experience of that singularity, Ruben I am, is that. And then when you're done, you become more of that. And that shapes your truth of yourself. It shapes the constant change of reality. It shapes the difference that each singularity offers. So every other singularity and all that is can see the possibilities of themselves becoming more. Mm -hmm. Isn't that fantastic? So it's not a loss that my little, my little fractal died. Sure. It's not a loss because it's a video game. <laughs> it's a vibrational holodeck of light. And all I did was focus and slow down my light to create this manifestation of a co-created reality. Got an available incarnation. Say, hey, hey you're going to have a baby. Can I jump in? Oh, yeah, sure. Come on in. I go down. I'm born. And I have the experience. Make sense? Yeah. What What were I'm curious? What were the the lessons learned from that uh, short term incarnation for for Sly? Only short in time. 
But when you're in the Certain now, yeah. it's so long. There's so mm. much to learn because the now is constant. And when you pay attention in the now, time just dissipates, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't necessarily a lesson. Lesson is a good way for humans to learn. I get the word lesson. For me, it was an experience. Is it valuable? It's priceless because I have the inability as a whole being to measure things as more or less. I can only see everything as the perfection of myself and the heightened awareness of my ability and the nature of myself, surely, uh, to become more. I see. And I did. So every incarnation that I'm having, every experience is always more of me. It's like Seth said, the moment you think in what you are, you're already 10 times as more than what you are. You can never contain you. The moment you contain you, the moment you've already expanded 10 times more than you can imagine. Right, right. And, and it's, it's we almost get like... Those two, we get those two focuses. And focuses, right. in this case, is an incarnation. Almost right? like never fully... It's very hard for us to fully be in the now because light, the, the time that the light hits our... <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me our optic nerves that then go into the brain fire the 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 uh sensory it's stream. already passed it's, it's already passed so we're constantly right. you know but it's your best to... now don't worry about it just be <clears> now the best now i like that I like yeah that. awesome uh okay anybody out there want to ask a question for that we got about 15 more minutes to go here 15 minutes dougie fresh your own remember that uh what no. was that no, uh, I don't. Oh, okay. Um, no, I don't. I Roxanne, think. you're showing your age. See, I only <laughs> access parts of Roxanne's memory, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm I'm channeling in, so there's a lot of parts of Roxanne that I get to come in and play with, right? Yeah. So that's one of them. There's a song. Do, do, do. Anyways, it's always good to come down to human. And guess what? Uh, a lot of <clears> you will become uh, channeled. Channel, sure cha channeled or channelers channeled channeled uh, can you explain that yeah so maybe in 30 years from now 50 years from now when channeling is continued someone will channel ruben hmm. Interesting. why not yeah. you're a complete whole badass and you have all the understanding and the best part of all is you went through it so oh, I, I would rather have someone that went through it than someone that didn't, but you wouldn't attract the didn't anyway, would you? You would attract what works. Yeah. I see. I see. Wow. So, uh, so if we hang in there, we'll all be super badasses. You already are that. Well, you just don't I, know uh, it. Right, right. We'll, we'll be just aware of our badassness. You haven't fit that standard. Arr. Okay. Uh, Melinda, go ahead. Hi, Sly. Uh, you're really Hi, Melinda. Back for more. Back for more. So when when O first came in earlier, I felt uh, the vibration, the energy around me change. Um, and the frequency change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the mm -hmm. frequency change. I've noticed this when I listen to other channelers live. I like blink a lot. My mouth moves. My fingers move sometimes. I know it's like something's happening with the energy and I was just hoping you could talk about it. Well, whenever you have a, something that is resonating in a different normality, familiarity, 
the body will interact or react in different ideas. So it has to be, there's a change there. So you feel the change in yourself and you express that change. What's the change? What's happening to you right now when you Osiphius came in? What were your symptoms of change? I was um, like blinking, blinking. And, like moving my mouth. Yes, because you're up against a new frequency, right? Do you do that every day with normal people at work and things like that? No. You get some kind of change, it does like that. Sometimes you will do that because there's a frequency change. Remember, change is not a catalyst of cause. Change is a catalyst of change to see there's something different here, to know that in the simplest forms, if you were learning a language, wouldn't you want to learn the basics of the language first? The language of frequency is happening in the now, so you're starting to understand it, right? Are you making sense? Do I make sense with that? So when you get a frequency change with Osiphius and you see that whole different frequency, you're getting to trust that interpretation of a different frequency, and it's reinforcing it through your bodily expressions, right? Make sense? Yes. So that's all that's happening on that. But it also gives you insight. It gives you ability to trust your frequencies. All right? To trust that change. And it doesn't tell you the tangibles to where you can write it up and present it. We don't want to know what it's going to do for us. You got to stave off that appetite of knowledge so you can make yourself better through regurgitation abilities of knowledge. No, you don't need that. You don't need that. You're good enough without that. What you want to do is learn the frequencies and the familiarity over and over again, and then you'll start to get the epiphanies and the insights because you'll understand the language of the now. That's the idea. If you're standing in line and you can look at that person and you know their name and you know they have two children, you know their children's name because you're in the frequency of that vibration. You don't need to be private. Who's going to invade you? What are they going to do to you? Get you? That's your own fears. No one is private because we're all one. There's only one of us here. Hi. That's it. So, so when you look at that and you look at that measuring idea of change, we don't need to know what it is in the commonality of description and definement. What you want to do is become familiar with it in the, in the ideas of what it's doing to you in frequency, offering you the change, even if it's the tiniest little thing that your ego does not satisfied with. Be okay with just the experience in and of itself, right? And then you'll learn the language of the now. You want to play a game real quick before we get to Cynthia? Melinda? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to put out a frequency. And I'm just putting it out and putting it out and putting it out. And I want you to do your best to not think. Now, I know that's tough for the human because you're always on a podium when you're called out and you're going to be it right because if you're not right, you're wrong. And if you're wrong, you're less than because that's what they taught you because wrong is bad and right is good. And you're going to debate and you're going to hesitate and you're going to do all that shit. Put it off for a minute and be awesome. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you a question. All you got to do is just let it out. Ready? What question? Ready? You got it? Yeah. One question. Ready? Yeah. Okay, you're good. What color am I thinking of? Cat. Oh, look at the paws. What is it? Look at it. See? I, now I, you're exposed to frequency. 
look at you you had the color but you go oh my god i'm under pressure now you're exposed to frequency you have just shown yourself the frequency of your lack to get it right to make sure when you already knew the answer was what blue what is it blue now what color was that in the way you thought was it the first second third one <laughs> be <Perfect>. honest <laughs> The, the first, the only one. The only one was blue. You got blue right away. Was that right? Of course it was right, because I can't tell you any different. Very good. Now you're learning frequency. Now you're looking and recognizing your own, your own frequencies, your own changes. What? Oh my God. Okay, blue, 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 blue. And you got to be okay with blue, because there's no other color in your reality. Because that's where you live. Right? In your world, tend to your garden. Okay, good job. Good, thank you, very good. You're muted, you're muted. Um, Bruce Lee used to say, uh, to change with change is the changeless state. I think something it's like the that. Change the state. Mm -hmm. The changeless state. Um, let's go with Cynthia. Go ahead, hop in It's there. another way to say the constant of change. The constant of change is, mm -hmm. and trying to change with that is changeless. So just go with the flow. All yes, right. yes. Hi, um, so I've been Hello, working. Cynthia. Thank you. Um, I have been working <laughs> a lot with um, speaking to my cells and, and like working with my health and my body that way. And there's one thing that kind of still remains a little existential. And I was wondering if maybe you could just help me look at oh, it. I was talking about effective. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's the sun. Um, I'm, I'm a very pale person. I burn a lot. Is that something I need to unmanifest? Do I no, talk to no, myself about no. that? What, what do I, I, I have this, uh, fear of the sun. I've burned really bad in my life. How do I, work with this relationship with myself and my body and the sun and are you a natural ginger uh it, it's in my hair but i henna it lighter oh yeah okay okay um what's wrong with the natural part of it um you just like the henna i just um i always Let's start there i always just me. felt like i was a redhead um <laughs> something about me really identified with the idea and um I have I have not let it go I've moved more natural into henna but uh I, I've something about it resonates with me okay so as long as you know that you're not showing up an avatar with effort then you use your henna right and when right. that changes okay so so um, now let's take that same idea about what it is and also move it to the pale body, right? Mm -hmm. Is that a problem? No. Okay, but it's a problem in the sun. Right. Okay, so don't go out in the sun. I, I have kind of been doing that. I've been doing my gardening in the evenings and... and, and um, Do you cover like up? That. I do, yeah. I, I cover mm -hmm. up uh mm -hmm. with layers and things like that when it's going to be bright i i basically i i use a, okay. I use a parasol <laughs> very good parasols are cute i like them yeah i love them too <laughs> 1800s 1900s yes. still cute my vibe <laughs> okay so now let's look at 
That's one reality we all played out. Stick with me. We just played out. How do we fix it? Now let's go and play out relationship. Okay. Okay. So first off, your body burns. That's a problem. Because when did you first burn? Uh, when I was a child. There's. Oh, uh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you been carrying with you? Uh, the the trauma of that experience. The body that burns. Yes. Okay, so first off, all we have to do, and this is starts very, very slowly, it's not a salvation of quick fix and make it right. Let's not do that. We did that. We did that. We're over here now. Stay with me. We're in, we're in relationship to reality. Okay, so the master looks at himself and says, I'm carrying this idea that I'm not supposed to be in the sun because my body's burns. I'm very paralyzed. I got freckles and all these things happen. And owie, owie, owie. And I'm carrying that along. So that's an identity. So we're not going to get rid of the identity. We want to accept it. Mm -hmm. We want to surrender to it. We want to be the meekness of it and say, look at this. I can't go in the sun. Now, you don't go parading that around. Don't parade it around. Don't parade around that I have a problem. Then you're giving it energy that you have a problem. Okay? It's like PTSD is very valid. But a lot of people jumped on board about PTSD and they want that because they need an identity. So they grab PTSD and they use that as a source of solicitation for compassion or empathy or things like that, or being a victim. That's fine. That's their journey. You recognize the vibration. We're talking about vibration here. We're becoming a skills master, tacticians of vibration. Very good. So stick with me. So now you're bringing that along and you're like, I'm carrying this weight around uh, because I need this identity of being in the sun, not being in the sun. So I'm going to accept myself as I am burning in the sun and I've been carrying it around with me and it's my issue and I love it and I'm going to have it and it's mine and I accept that I, I am that. And that's where you start. And that's it. Surrender to the truth of yourself that you're carrying around the image that you burn in the sun. And you do burn in the sun. You're not faking that. We know that. you know, And you can solve it with that. But now, be in the now about you and the relationship with the sun. Be the truth of the now about it. Allow yourself to evolve the co-created, manifested reality that allows you to be in the sun without the contorted ideas of your history telling you how it's going to be. That's it. Now, that's a journey. It's not overnight. It's not a quick fix. It's not a solution. It's a vibrational mastery of evolution that you have challenged yourself with. And you can I'll take the challenge because no one cares. You're not a failure. Who's judging? Nobody except this. Only your mind, right? All right. So then you look at the idea of covering up. You can do that. Today I'm going to feel like going in the sun and you feel good about it. You're going to put the covers, you put the sleeves on, you put a jacket on, you go out and you do your thing. And that's the truth of you. And then one day you go out, but today maybe you said, oh, I'm going to go out and do it. And you go out and then you realize you're outside and you didn't put on any cover. And then you react and you're like, oh my God, I'm out in the sun. I don't have any cover. I forgot. And then you fear. Then you get to experience that fear, which is another exposure of what's not happening. You know, that because you were out in the sun for 20 minutes and nothing happened. And then you react to it. So you just take the journey and see where it's going to go. Don't cast your fishing line out to the to the future and try to grab in the perfect future and reel it into you. You allow yourself because attraction is coming anyway. 
Allow yourself to be the now of the truth. One day you'll go out, one day you'll cover up, one day you won't. But first thing, vital, is to accept that you recognize your own identity with an event that happened and you're carrying it along in time. Right? Absolutely. Anything else on that? No, thank you so much. That it, I've been doing that. It's very affirming. Stay the course. Um, let it go allow the now. sometimes. and Just allow the now. Be it. The now is not a set path. The now is <clears throat> truce. Which one do I want to choose? Which one's the heightened sense of me? Which one do I really truly resonate with? And you choose it. And all the ideas around it and these frequencies of limited uh, parts of you start to muck, 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 really get into it and start to come down on obligation and what about and fear and everything. And you're like, oh, Auntie M, it's a twister. What do I do? And you say, oh, shh, quiet, church mouse, quiet. Choose your truth. And you do. And those start to dissipate because you didn't energize them. You didn't put them in your vortex. Your obligation, I'm awesome. That's how you do it. All right? Thank you. You're welcome, Cynthia. So um, we have one more question, but I but we're kind of uh, we got at our time. If you're okay, can we uh, can we let uh, Vegan Doss oh, yeah. ask this question? Of course. Okay. What am I doing? I'm in the now. I don't have any time. Sweet. All right. Vegan Doss, so go take ahead. Take your time. Hop, hop in there. <laughs> okay. Hi. Uh, Hello. My question, my question is, uh, uh, well, when I live now, I create this identity that I call myself Vigandas. And uh, let's say I, uh, uh, not that I die, but from my next incarnation perspective, I, this body has died, this identity has, uh, it, it, it exists, but in the other now part. Uh, my my question is if uh, let's say I become another identity, let's call it Ian, and when you, you Ian, incarnate as another frequency, like a, like yeah. another incarnation. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And if I channel uh, myself, uh, this this vegan does I channel from Ian perspective. My question is, uh, does vegan does uh, form or shape changes in that interaction? Vegan Das will always be what Vegan Das is. The relationship of the one that, what's what's the other incarnation's name? Egan? Ian. 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 So Ian yeah. is going to be interpreting Vegan Das, just like Roxanne is interpreting me. I'm a self, so she comes in through. So that co-created becomes Sloxy, right? Sly and Roxy. So we get together and we create a, uh, an idea. So Roxanne interprets the frequency, but she doesn't interpret it through the idea of limitation. She interprets it in the idea of I am. So in the same respect, Egan, Ian is going to interpret Veganos in whatever way he's going to do. Veganos isn't going to change. Veganos is going to be Veganos. Make sense? And all that occurs in the now. What you're doing is putting in time. So now let's look at a deeper sense, all of us. So let's look at this scenario. So Vigandas is here in the room today. 
and then Viganas dies, and then Viganas jumps over to E. So all of this right now, right now, the interpretation of Viganas and how Egan is going to relate is still happening from the Viganas we're all looking at, isn't it? That's what you got to know about the now. So when someone asks you, what are you going to do when this happens in the future? The answer is, I have no idea. It's impossible to know because you can say what you know about that self then, but that self isn't this self. That self is that self, and that self is definitely not this self. So the year you're going to be, the, the self you're going to be in five years from now will not be the same self you are now. So what you're doing is telling, oh, I'll do this in the future. No, you wouldn't. You would do it now because that's the only available time. That's where you're interpreting your future from, is the person you are in the now. When you get to that now, this person way back here is gone. Puff the magic dragon. And self and now makes that decision. So every perspective, Bigandas, is the perspective of the now. And the ability of memory allows you to put things in time, in a space-time continuum, forward or past. That's part of the experience of this reality. Make sense? I know it's yeah, mind-blowing. So, yeah, maybe a little bit of clarification. Uh, when these two entities uh, engage in interaction, uh, does it create a third entity, like you said uh, <laughs> by your example? or um... Not necessarily a third entity. It, it creates a co-creative moment, if you would. <clears throat> Channeling is, is the combination of things. It's, it's like... It's like a couple. You are the same idea, but you're two different people. So um, Reuben has a wife, and the wife is, and, and Reuben are together for five years. So they become more of a unit. So when they make decisions together in the idea of agreements, right, in the idea of agreements, then it's the experience of the two. But the two are already co-creating a world together, so the agreements have been made. So. It's not a third density, it's a, more of a co-creation idea. You don't create a third, not a third density, a third uh, incarnation, you create more of a co-created idea in that aspect. So don't define as all these things as other identities, because of Eon, veganist the whole, la, creates vegan down here on Earth, and this at the same time, when are they happening? They're happening in the now. So when you're here, and then you're over here in Eon. Is this one existing? It only exists from this perspective. In this perspective, Eon is interpreting the idea of the frequency of the whole of veganism. And then it's interpreting it as that. But that is not participating as that is stored in here. Look at her faces. I love it. We are absolutely challenging. <laughs> I know it, it because because you're looking at things as linear. Things aren't linear and things aren't cycle. Things are yeah. perceived as the individual sees them. There's no rules of creation except the laws that allows the unconditioned to occur. <clears throat> so when Eon is in is channeling vegan, who's he channeling? He's channeling the whole the experience through the whole of itself and is interpreting that frequency creating the idea of that channel being 
<laughs> I get it. It's like a pro projection, like a... yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Very good. <laughs> See, we got a click. It's a, it's a mind trick. <laughs> we love clicks, don't we? <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good. So, um, so, so I, I've always, I, I loved my, you know, my my brain trying to figure in all that out too. That's good. Um, That's exercise. But it's kind of like, so like Nikola Tesla. Some people channel Nikola Tesla or Jesus. You know, these these beings that existed in the physical in our um, what we you know what we history. call physical in our history, and mm -hmm. then but we're 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 catching the essence the frequency the, the the actual version of them at that moment is so unique to yes. to that moment that yes. we we can never truly uh um experience what they experience through their individualized we're, fractal we're doing it through the self and the now right so we're it, we're i mean again the the radio analogy where or tv where we're tuning into that channel of them yes but it's still yes in waveform in a frequency and then not in a physical it's it's just a uh it's the, well yeah the physical idea is just frequency internally right. then you know that right right so so yeah. unless they would physically incarnate into this reality now which is impossible because that now moment is so unique to itself in the yes. version of nikola tesla so we're it's still, not the version you're going to get here it's not the version so that's why we can never uh have the exact this is the right. true but, Jesus. But you this do the have true... the essence. You do, do have, have the essence. essence. Right. You are channeling the being, Yeshua. Right. You are channeling Tesla, the being. Just like if if you were to channel me, or if you were to ch channel uh, my sly being that was on earth, that was incarnated, that passed away, you're still channeling this, the I am. And when you channel me a thousand years from now, you're channeling that sly, not this sly. Right, right. This life yeah. is always more changing. Mm -hmm. God forbid I stay the same. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, cool. No, I, I think Good. I get it. It's making sense. Thank you, Sly. Thank you, Sophius. Uh, we really appreciate it. says you're welcome. I'll get Roxy back in here. Good guys, guys. Everyone good? Yeah. All right. Very good. Thank you. See ya. Ooh. Hi, guys. There hey. she is. Hey, hey. Fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. God, Thank they you. Were, they were so busy. <laughs> they were yeah. going. <laughs> it was a, a, a lot to chew on um, yeah. for, but awesome, awesome stuff as usual. And uh, and I thank you, Roxy, for coming yeah. in, in in this way. And, and and how do people reach out to you directly and, and get? Yeah, if, if you, um, you've got a bunch of stuff coming up, you've got courses and things too, right? Yeah, yeah. The one thing uh, before I get into that is just remember, uh, it's a lot of information, but don't don't try to swallow it all at once. Sure. Enjoy it, you know, and you let it steep, and you let it come to you, and it'll it'll start to, wow, okay, I get it, and you're like, holy cow, click, that all is going to happen because you're an intelligent creator. You don't need to be taught. You just need to remember what you already are. So um, here's what I got. I got my Odyssey of Ascension. Uh, that's my website and Odyssey of Ascension on YouTube. There's a lot of channeling. If you watch my channelings, you've seen how much I evolved. You've seen how much I went through myself. You know, my physical changes, my the way I channeled, the things I channeled. I took the journey and it's representing there 
in that idea. So there's a lot of great, there's like 700 some odd videos and, and, and there's just piles of information of perspectives. So all of that's out there. And, uh, you know, even my more recent stuff where I don't channel as much and I just talk as Roxanne because I want people to know that the human can do it and the mm. human can get it, that we're valid too in this equation, you know? So all of that's there. And, awesome. and then Odyssey of uh, Ascension website. I don't have anything up there about just regular sessions. What I do is like I have an apprenticeship program. You can explain that. But if you have something particular you want to work on, then email me and then we'll set something up. I, I do do that, but um, I, I just kind of, the, the the random idea of attraction about a couple ideas, I was like, eh, now I don't want to work with that. But I do still work with people if you want to get together and work on some kind of idea. We'll, we'll do that. Um, Are you still uh, teaching? Teaching classes on channeling and stuff? Because I... I it, as an individual that. idea, as an individual yeah. idea, okay, someone okay. wants to learn mediumship or someone wants to have a session about something they have can't get past or, you know, just just we can we can do those things idea. The apprenticeship program is someone who's going beyond the ego, going beyond polarity and diving into parts of of creation that are beyond uh, uh, the ascension and beyond that thing, just total self-discovery. So that's hmm. kind of that idea. So anyways, one thing I did want to talk about, there's a tab on my website, mm -hmm. is September, I'm doing a workshop. Now, I wrote a school of four module schools, the School of Recognition. That's recognizing your ego, understanding the frequency, the, the tension behind it, the, the, the pressure behind the ego, the structure, the need, the lack. School of Recognition and School of Transcendence, how to transcend, which we got great examples of that. So I'm giving a, a five-day workshop here in San Antonio in September on that. And the, the details are on the website um, if you want to look at that. And, and that'll be uh, a, live, a live event? Yeah, we're going to be in person oh, on that. Oh, sweet. Nice. Yeah, so I got the Hilton and uh, I got classroom and the rooms and it's all inclusive and that Very kind cool. of idea. So so it's a... a, a well, it's a total of five days, the three days of actual, because you have to check in and check out. But there's three right. days of, of working. And we will work, and it's a good thing. It's it's like what we did today. We just go and go, and yeah. we look, and we be humble, and we rick it apart, and we, we're like, I'm waking up in the laboratory of my ascension, and you, this is a classroom, and you start to recognize and understand. So that's the work that we'll do for that, and that's about it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you for offering this type yeah. of work. And, and thanks uh, for inviting me back. I was like, Roman. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, here I he is. really that was appreciate it. Yeah, the, this is this is new for me. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping into this new form of the show. And it's awesome. And, and uh, yeah, it's I, I'm loving how it's developing. I think everybody yeah. online here is, is appreciating what's uh, what's being offered. And thank you for just offering so much for who you are and to uh, to not only this channel, but to to the collective and and everything all of us who are You're going welcome. through this wonderful journey together together spears that's yes. it sweet uh, okay guys thanks well, everyone we'll, for coming appreciate we'll, it so thank you everybody we'll see you next week take care Bye. All. thanks for tuning in i uh, hope you like this interview we actually do this every week on my membership portal page you can access it through interviewwithed.org or uh, click on the link uh, somewhere in here. I'll put a link 
and uh, come over and join us. You too can ask questions. Every week we have new special guests and you get to ask questions directly to the channelers and to the beans that they channel. So see you in the portal.